Hey there, folks. As promised, the great John Zmirak is with us right now. John Zmirak, I read the pieces you wrote at stream.org. Do we have to talk about them? They're depressing. They're brilliant, but depressing. Um, well, that's kind of my job here. I, I don't make the natural law, ma'am. I just enforce it. <laughs> that's very good. Okay, so let's, let's, uh, let's talk about what you've written. The first one is The Demonic Origins of Planned Parenthood, Part 2, Channeling Dark Spirits Sacrificing Children. Um, as you could tell from the clever title, this is the second part of my study of Planned Parenthood. In the first part, I talk about the positive aspects of Margaret Sanger by comparison. She was a racist and a eugenicist and a sexual libertine who trafficked, tried to create a kind of new paganism based on sex where unrestrained orgiastic sexual license would liberate the human race and unleash godlike powers within us. And again, okay, now, John, positive. I, I, I want to annotate. We have to be clear that all of us have grown up in this world, which is effectively Freudian, right? Freud gave us this vague, stupid idea that, uh, first of all, that we are nothing, that we are just a sex drive, and that if you, if you follow the sex drive, it will lead to liberation and utopia. Otherwise, you are repressed, quote unquote. Many of us have bought into these categories and these ideas um, but what you write about Margaret Sanger and Havelock Ellis kind of gives us even more backstory. And it shows the occultic, deeply sick, right. not just false, but occultic evil nature of some of this. Let's just call it this false paradigm. That's right. Um, and I was saying what I just laid out, eugenics, racism, a kind of Darwinian mysticism of sex. This is the less unpalatable part of Margaret Sanger's background. In part two here at stream.org, I talk about something I didn't know about until recently. I read a very good article on Substack by this author named Schwab. He took his name from Klaus Schwab, I think sarcastically. Um, he goes into the occult roots of Planned Parenthood's beliefs. Uh, Margaret Sanger's beliefs that, that motivated her to found Planned Parenthood. Um, she took as her mentor someone named Havelock Ellis. He was a British eccentric, wealthy intellectual, pseudo-intellectual, um, who helped found the, the Fabian Society, which was the leading socialist group in, in Britain. But he also was obsessed with the occult. He was he was a sexual libertine. It's 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 ironic. He himself was personally impotent, but he married and he was obsessed with sex. So he would conduct orgies where his wife would have sex with strangers and he would watch and he would make notes and he made friends with dozens of sexual eccentrics. He was a friend of, of Oscar Wilde, for instance. Um, and he got them to, to, to write about their sexual experiences, which were frequently mixed in with occult experiences. Because Havelock Ellis was into spiritualism. That was the 19th century attempt to channel spirits from beyond the grave. Now, you and I know the good spirits, the angels who are obedient to God, they don't come when you draw a pentagram on the, on the floor, they don't come when you 
when you issue a magic spell. There's only one kind of spirit that will come, and that's evil spirits, spirits from Satan, spirits who want to dominate you and drag you to hell. Well, Havelock Ellis summoned spirits like that. He was engaged in seances and orgies and mixtures of the two. Margaret Sanger took him as her mentor. She wrote dozens of articles promoting his ideas. Each year she would devote one one issue of the birth control review to Havelock Ellis. She, she had an affair, a long sexual affair with him. She supported him financially. She, she regarded him as a living saint. And I have all this information from the Margaret Sanger project at New York university. I looked at her papers. This is all in her own words. And in the words of friendly scholars who like Margaret Sanger, they all said, Oh, she took Havelock Ellis as her, her like spirit guide. Well, part of the one of the one of the weird things about Margaret Sanger, the, the part she always talks about science. Oh, modern science tells us she's always invoking science. She likes to invoke Darwin. She likes to invoke biology. But she was not a scientist. She was a crank and a revolutionary, a socialist revolutionary. But she was she didn't know science very well, but she would invoke science. But in fact, she would make mystical, weird promises like she promised that if we freed people from the chains of, of sexual morality, traditional Christian sexual morality, and if we freed them from poverty, from being born into poverty by eugenics, by preventing poor people from being born, she said we, the human race would become a race of gods and earth would become a paradise to the point that we wouldn't think about fantasies like heaven or God because we would be gods in a new paradise on earth. And I thought, where'd she get all this? Okay, John, it's obvious to many people listening, uh, this is satanic. Satan in the garden says, you know, if you do what I say and don't do what God says, you will be as gods. This is the eternal promise from the devil. And it's fascinating to me how there's nothing new under the sun. You hear the same thing over and over and over. People need to know these are the roots of Planned Parenthood. These are the roots of the abortion industry. We're not making it up. We'll be right back with John's Smear. We'd like to help you Hey, folks, talking to John Zmirak. John, you've written uh, a piece. This is actually important. I think this needs to maybe be a book or, or, or a chapter in a book because this is the kind of thing when, when I hear you talk about it, I think to myself, well, I know this is right. This is true. But no one knows this. Like you right. think that this is one of the most revered figures in the pantheon of rebels, 20th century rebels, you know, against Christianity. Margaret Sanger, this this monster, really, it's heartbreaking to see a, a human being give themselves over to evil. And yet that's what she did. And now you're giving us the the details. You're that's giving right. us the specifics. 
We haven't even gotten into the direct occult yet. So far, we've established that Margaret Sanger believes that unleashing sexual, uh, sexual taboos and tapping into your primal sexual energy would make us into a race of gods living in a heaven on earth. So far, this just sounds like blah, blahs, bad pop psychology. But it, in fact, it gets much darker because as I, as I chronicle in this article at stream.org, Margaret Sanger got this idea that sex could make, that, that unleashing sexual energy could make us a race of gods from Havelock Ellis, from the spiritualists who are conducting seances and channeling spirits. One of the things that Havelock Ellis believed was that when a child is conceived, he is influenced by the spirits present in his mother. So if the mother is poor, if she's from an oppressed immigrant group, if she's from a backward religion like Catholicism or conservative Protestantism, the child will be stunted for life by those dark spirits. But if you, the woman, can channel advanced positive spirits into the fetus, it will be godlike. So they wanted to channel spirits and read demons because there are no other spirits going to do this. They believe, the spiritualists believed, and Sanger believed that if you channeled spirits into the child, you would produce a race of supermen. So on the one hand, she wanted to stop ordinary poor people from having children. She proposed a national baby code in 1938 to be part of the New Deal that would require a license for every couple for each child they wanted to have. The federal government would have to a lot like China today. That's Marxist China today. Well, remember that Planned Parenthood International played a major role in enforcing the one-child policy in China in the 80s and 90s. I they did not were, know that. They, they were the ones who would withhold the grain from people if they had another child. They were the ones who would force women to get x-rayed every month to see if they were pregnant. Think of that effect of an x-ray. Uh, on, on the not, as usual, I did not know that. Uh, this is astonishing news. This is amazing. I mean, we're, we're connecting dots, folks. We haven't even, gotten to the worst. haven't even gotten to the worst part. In Margaret Sanger's writing, she talks about a secret sect of women who throughout history have been champions of sexual liberation. What she means is abortionists. She means witches who would do abortions. A lot of witches, by the way, were burned because they were abortionists. Witches were, the, were often midwives, but sometimes abortionists and poisoners. So, when, yes, during the witch craze, a lot of innocent women were punished, but some of them were abortionists and poisoners. Margaret Sanger talks about women who were willing to rebel against sex, the sexual mores, meaning women who would use abortion and do primitive birth control. She talks about them as like a secret religion that would lead to the enlightenment of mankind. And she talks about them as almost martyrs. Who, and she talks about their sacrifice. Well, what they were sacrificing was unborn children. So she is, in effect, reinventing the ancient Canaanite and Carthaginian child sacrifice. Abortion as the sacrifice of children to give us godlike powers. And what do you know? Today, the Temple of Satan has filed legal briefs in many states of the Union claiming that abortion is a religious ritual 
and protected by the First Amendment. Well, I'm here to say that they're right. Abortion is a religious ritual of Satanism that it goes all the way back to the Old Testament, to the Canaanite fertility religions where they would sacrifice children, Carthage where they would sacrifice their firstborn in return for good luck and success in battle. Um, what we are facing really is a satanic religion channel that, which has sort of a, a scientific fig leaf in Darwinism and eugenics. But in fact, it is the worship of Moloch. And that's why you see in the wake of the Dobbs decision, nobody, nobody is arguing for the merits of Roe v. Wade or the merits of Planned Parenthood v. Casey. They are screaming. They're dousing themselves with blood. They're threatening to kill people. They're burning churches. They're vandalizing crisis pregnancy centers. They are out of arguments. This is like the moment, this is the moment in our national exorcism when the demon stops being clever and making theological, sophistic arguments, and he just starts strangling the priest and spewing vomit and rolling, spinning the head around. That's what we're in right now. I, I, um, I mean, this is, I'm tracking with all this, and you neglected to, to mention again when you say the fig leaf of Darwinism and eugenics, Freud is in that as well. In other words, Freud yeah. was always postured as a scientist. He was anything but a scientist, but he always would try to use scientific language to sound like he's, a, even though he's talking about utterly inchoate, vague concepts, id, uh, super ego, you know, these were all of this stuff, the idea of sexual repression, you know, there's a modicum of truth to all of it. It's plausible enough, but it became the paradigm in the early part of the 20th century and people like Margaret Sanger uh, and, and others, they knew who the enemy was. The enemy was traditional Christian, biblical morality. Uh, Christianity itself was somehow oppressive, repressive. So it's so fascinating to hear that these pieces are being put together. But what amazes me, John, is that it's now in 2022 that you and the the writer uh, with the Substack are are putting these pieces together because it seems that books ought to have been written on this. This is astonishing stuff. Well, there is a, there is a good book. There's a good book by Ben Wicker called 10 books that screwed up the world. And his section on Margaret Sanger is excellent. Okay. We'll be right right back more with John Zmirak and we've got Mike Lindell coming up. Hang on to your hats. Friends come by to pick you up and you hardly ever go. It seems your head is in the clouds Hey, gang, welcome back. Talking to John Zmirak. John Zmirak, you just mentioned a book. Uh, what was that book that you just mentioned? Okay, there are a few books that are helpful for people on this. Ten Books That Screwed Up the World by Benjamin Wicker goes Ten over. Books? Ten Books That Screwed Up the World by Ben Wicker. He goes over some of the so-called classics of the 20th century and how destructive they were and how false they were. And one of his books is... The Pivot of Civilization by Margaret Sanger. And in it, he is in, in his analysis, he establishes that Margaret Sanger was a crackpot utopian who believed that sexual frenzy 
would produce a race of gods instead of producing what we know it produces Baltimore, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and other uninhabitable cities full of human excrement on the sidewalk. That's in fact what sexual energy unrepressed produces. It produces homeless people. It produces school shooters. It produces miserable, depressed children. It produces trans kids who think they're transgender are getting their healthy genitals cut off uh, so that they can pursue some delusion inside their heads. Who can can doubt that that is satanic? The idea that healthy, beautiful young people would become so deluded that they would do these horrible, horrible things and that adults would let them or encourage them. To do that, yeah. folks. If you don't speak against this, if your pastors aren't speaking up on these issues, we're in a war. There are human beings' lives at stake. Young people, yeah. uh, it's so terrible. We we need. That's one of the reasons, John. I I want, I want us to talk about this. It's like let's get to the bottom of it. This is spiritual darkness. This is not, not science, and it's been around since the devil has been around since we since we left Eden. Since before. Another book I'd like to recommend is called Blessed Are the Barren. It's from the early 90s from Ignatius Press. Blessed Are the Barren. And what these two authors do is they show how Margaret Sanger's real agenda wasn't even eugenics. It was sexual licentiousness. It was the sexual revolution. She used the, the sort of tribal panic that many WASP Americans were feeling in the turn of the century about mass immigration, all these Catholics and Jews coming in from Europe, all these blacks coming north from the south, the racial panic of displacement that a lot of liberal Protestants felt. She tapped into that and used eugenics as a fig leaf to popularize contraception because it, at the turn of the century, contraception was something that mostly prostitutes use, that most Protestant churches condemned. Certainly the Catholic Church condemned it. The Orthodox Church condemned it. She wanted to popularize contraception. She argued that we had to make contraception legal so that we could keep down the number of Jews, Catholics, Southern Europeans, and other racially inferior minorities in her terms. That She used racism as a socially respectable cover for the fact that she actually thought like Hugh Hefner and the Marquis de Sade about sexuality. Now we've seen the further layer of actual demonic occult influence. Well, again, we're talking about things that are true. Uh, You've shared on this program about the Marquis de Sade. Uh, You're talking about Margaret Sanger. These are people who we haven't, again, the mainstream media, the left, the academy, places like Yale, where you and I went to school, they they gave us the other version of this. They told yeah. us why these people were heroes, why uh, sexual libertinism is a good thing. It was practiced at places like Yale, uh, thank God, not by such as we. But this is something that we need to get to the bottom of. People need to understand the roots of this, folks. We need to be educated. Um, John Zmerich, we're going to drag you over the border into hour two. And after that, we've got Mike Lindell. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go away. All right with me. Just all right. 